Welcome to What the Heck's your source for Warhammer Underworlds and under 30 matches played in a single day, although it felt like more. Oh, so many more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your co-host, Davey. And with me, for the first time ever, uh, recording this podcast in the same room is uh, my co-host, Phil. How are you, Phil? Hey, doing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, recording from the convention center uh, hotel at Adepticon. We're about to head into day two. Uh, and so this is a quick hit to uh, try and get you day one. Depending on how things go in the next week, we may be able to have like a terrible quality auto recording uh, detailing what actually happens today on day two because I'll be on vacation like uh, trying to huddle in a closet and talk into like a <laughs> headphone mic or something like that. So um, that's your context. Uh, the The biggest news uh, that people have all seen at this point is that uh, the new war band... I can't even remember what they're called now. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Uh, zombie guy. Electro zombies, the electric slide. Yeah. Uh, so they look cool. I think we'll um, we'll get a chance to talk more about them another time. But uh, if you haven't seen them, uh, yeah. go take a look. Yeah, it seems interesting. Yeah. Um, larger warband again. So yeah. See yeah. if that's good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was, at first I was, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, man, that's what death does. But uh, vampires and uh wraith creepers and mourn flight they're all four four person war bands so um little little getting back to the roots maybe i i'm i'm kind of excited for some of the the things that we have seen there but um uh, we'll get to that uh more later um we're we're gonna really briefly go through uh since we're a little short on time we're really gonna briefly go through our our uh, standard segments here um but uh we we both know what the heck's been going on with you, right? Uh, well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've been painting a little bit mm-hmm. for this Adepticon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, um, but yeah, uh, actually had to slap some paint on a model. Which I was not sure I was going to do, but I did it. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I uh, smashed through some some purifiers, um, so uh, I could return to them and touch them up, but man. I kind of know how that usually goes. So. <laughs> uh, uh, and then uh, community shout-outs. Uh, I'm going to give just such a brief mention, a couple articles that I'm excited to read and have not read yet because I've been prepping for Adepticon slash here. Um, and that is uh, Mandarga dropped a Blade Coven article, mm, um, yep. which I love reading about those corner cases. And then Compaq uh, dropped a set of battle reports uh, about his uh warhammer world outing with rippas i think so yes um i am looking forward to sitting down and reading through that so um i i don't know one one of uh, the uh car trip uh, uh road trip um traditions in my my family is that uh, i'll read aloud to the kids maybe on the drive up you can read aloud complex blog oh <laughs> all right all right so, um but yeah, and then uh, of course um, we wanted to. Uh, one of the coolest things about this so far was to see all these names, uh, put faces to names, and all that sort of thing. So, and it was a lot of people, you know, would say their name, like, mm-hmm, and then they'd have to be uh, occasionally they'd, like show their face. I'm like, that doesn't help me, you know. I don't, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pull the mask uh, down and be like, it's me. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> and then and then they give a handle. The most embarrassing was uh, was Tony Field, who is actually here. Um, Imagine he walked up, uh, he had a Marshall shirt on, he's got a mask, he was like, hey, it's Tony. I was like, yes, you are Tony. <laughs> and I he's definitely like, know and he's like, who you Tony are. Field, I was on your podcast. I was like, yes, all right, awesome. Yeah, as soon as, you know, as soon as, like, I heard him say more than a couple sentences, like, oh, yeah, there he is. So, yeah, yeah so it was yeah. cool. 
but uh, uh, other folks, uh, Aman, Jimmy, Mike Jordal, Skyler, Brian, Jazz from our crew. Josh is up here cheerleading for us. Uh, I got to meet Gerard, the professor, more about that later. Uh, Requisin, Alex Gonzalez, uh, Joe SZ is what I'm going to do with the last name because there's, there's a lot there uh, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. a lot of folks. So if I, I left your name off, I'm sorry. I'm kind of going off the dome here, but uh, yeah. well, uh, it was really cool to, to see folks. So yeah. Should we get into it? Let's let's get into it. Okay. So we rolled up uh, yesterday, and uh, we were uh, actually we we didn't cut it super close, but we cut it closer than anybody else. I think we were about yeah. the about the last to arrive. Uh, uh, yeah, there was only one other person I think that was later than we were. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think everyone else was way more worried about it than we were. Yeah, and yeah. So we show up and everybody's just like texting, like, "Where are you guys? Are <laughs> yeah. you not gonna make it?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was like, and I started getting. I'm like, did I understand the schedule wrong? Am I in trouble? But uh, um, uh, one nice thing I had to say is that there was plenty of room to play all the games. You know. Yeah. So and it was kind of fun. You're like in a long line, and and so you'd be playing, and like there was one where you know to my right was Jazz, and on the other side of her was you. So we were just like, yeah, yeah. Jazz's wingman, you know, for for her <laughs> game. That was pretty cool. Um, you know, where you play side by side. So it was just, it was kind of fun because you're, I mean, you're real focused on the game in front of you, but um, they're just people you know to your left and your right. It's pretty, pretty awesome to be in person again. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, and then when you hear the, uh, I rolled a crit and yeah. I rolled a crit and you're yeah. like, oh, 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 it's not going over there. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you, you're not hearing the specifics, but you're like, oh, I'm detecting, uh, I'm detecting salt over there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, pretty, pretty good there. Um, what uh, our format? Can you give a quick rundown of what the format ended up being? Yeah. So, so with the what did we end up with? Thirty-eight. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, with with such a small field, um, originally the tournament was supposed to cut to thirty-two, which would have meant we basically cut to everybody. They decided to keep it to a two-day and cut to top sixteen, um, which is nice that they didn't. <laughs> include basically the entire field yeah but uh it's still a, a large percentage of the field so um it's sort of like if you can get three wins i think you're in yeah um and obviously best two out of three and uh normal normal other stuff yeah i mean one thing that we knew coming in but is still rough is uh the 90 minute uh it's true uh man i have to think that I think I finished all of my games with about 20 minutes to spare, but I all of my rounds went to just two and O's. Yeah. So theoretically had time, but like, it, it, I don't know. It would have been tight. And I think other people were a lot, a lot tighter. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I talked to one poor guy. Uh, like I was feeling burnt out somewhere around uh, round three, I want to say. It was, yeah. We were pretty early and I was like, man. I'm glad I just went two zero every time so far, one way or the other, and and he's like, I haven't had less than three. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, oh man, gosh, it's so so crowded. Because like even just having that uh, fifteen minutes spare to like get up and yeah. stretch your legs, yeah, and yeah, Ec- extra space between rounds helps. Yeah. You can go stretch, get a drink, go to bathroom, just unwind before you have to reset. Yeah. Um, we, uh, did a quick rundown of, uh, who showed up, uh, what factions, and this is, uh, it's a little tricky because, uh, uh, a couple people like signed up and then dropped, uh, and then there were some that dropped before the very last round. Um, so, uh, but this is, this is generally, uh, accurate. Uh, the, there's a lot of singles, like a lot of, uh, war bands represented only once. 
but uh, the largest showing is coming from Crushes with five, Crimson Court with five, and that's not really yeah. a surprise to anyone. So, yeah, th- well, Crushes, I don't think so, but uh, I wasn't expecting so many people playing Crimson Court. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me though. Like we were talking about this on the ride down, I was like, you know, they're all four fighters, four speed, four wounds. Yeah, they're solid. Uh, they they defend on block like they're they're pretty solid and they're flexible. So uh, that that makes things a little scary when you're not exactly sure which way they're going to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they can shift. Uh, let's see. Other well represented is uh, Spike Claw Swarm with uh, three. Uh, <laughs> and, <don't> it. <laughs> uh, Phil. <laughs> Phil, uh, Phil's got to play two of them, and he's going to play the third uh, today. So he's going to he's going to have a fine sampling of all the spike claw out there, and they're so. all the same. <laughs> uh, and the uh, the only other duplicates we got uh, there were two curse breakers and two reapers, and then everyone else uh, are just one. And I, just quickly, there's uh, Soul Raid, Dread Pageant, Miari's Purifier, Steelheart, Mournflight, uh, Wraith Creepers, Thundric, Hrothgorn, uh, Crash Racks, Despoilers. Uh, Sepulchral Guard, Condemners, uh, Zandire, Black Powder, which salute to that guy, yeah. and then Mad Mob and Wormspat all made a showing. So pretty big spread. That was pretty fun. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what, like at least half of the war bands, right? So, I yeah. mean, that's that's pretty solid when you've got such a, you know, you get a pretty well-expected field and yet still see a wide representation. I think yeah. it's pretty solid. Anything you feel like you're surprised that you didn't see show up here? Uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, Cunning Crew. I yeah. I would have thought somebody would be playing them. Yeah. Um, pretty solid, uh, sort of flexible aggro, warband, and yeah. I guess nobody. Great infection surges, and this is a this is a tough time for surges. So yeah. Um, or at least I should say, uh, surges that work well with them, whether they're infection or not. Um, and then um, so I I'm with you there, and then uh, my other one was um. Uh, I thought there'd be more Soul Raid, um, but uh, somebody pointed out that unless you've got the reps, they're a pretty intimidating warband to bring into something like this. So, yeah. Um, Alex Gonzalez was out there crushing it with him. Like, he was doing he was doing some pretty cool things. Uh, so uh, he's acquitted himself well, and he's in the top cut, too. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, but, yeah, we jumped into it. Uh, what what uh, Do you have any thoughts? So uh, listeners who listen to our previous episode will know um, pretty close to the latest iterations on our, our decks. Did you have any... Um, uh, last minute changes that you can remember? Uh, uh, so not really a change because I had sort of been hemming between a number of different options mm-hmm. and I think I had mentioned which ones but I, I ended up uh, including Unassailable as my last uh, and, score yeah. and one score end phase mm. and uh, that worked out very well um, Remind me, unassailable is unassailable is either you have the only surviving leader or you have the primacy token. Mm. And playing crushes uh, often, I had the primacy token, so it was like, well, okay, that's basically free. Yeah. Um, and there was even one time where I scored it just from having their leader dead. So fair. Uh, yeah, worked out pretty well there. Good pickup. Um, any other changes in there, or was that the one and only? That's the only change, although I wish I'd taken out Silver Lining. <laughs> this has been burning you? <laughs> I've not scored it yet. Oh, man. It's been it's been solid <laughs> for me. Uh, I, I had one where I was chasing it, but I was kind of leading anyway. But uh, um, for me, let's see, I cut Live for the Fight, which is a plus one dice on attack. It's got a brawler caveat that doesn't apply because yep. um, I don't have a range one brawler. 
uh, or I, sorry, I don't have a scything brawler. Um, and then, uh, uh, there's another one. I, I have one of my end phases I, I cut out, I put in, um, I, I took out, I couldn't decide if it was like trace the ley lines or purifying light. And then, uh, I think it's shadow match. And this is where you have to have, uh, mm -hmm. upgrades equal to your, um, wounds or hold an objective equal to your wounds. And yep. so, I can just pick it up with a with a hold objective three. Um, uh, what I didn't realize until part of the way through, I was staring at it, is that uh, it is a you have to have exactly the number of upgrades as you not not three yeah. or more. It's have exactly three, and it's like oh no. So I had some weird game where you know like uh, I was like, well, I would normally just keep piling stuff on Bahanar like some crazy you know uh, hobo uh, carrying all the equipment for the whole warband, but. Uh, and then I, I was like, well, I guess, uh, Sinella, you get to walk around with some, <laughs> with some flashy stuff too, so I can score this. Um, so not, not great on that, but, uh, I, I think in retrospect, maybe purifying light was, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see how it plays out. Purifying light being, uh, Miari has to hold an objective. So, yeah. um, but yeah, uh, oh yeah, so I said I cut lid for the fight, but I didn't say what I put in. I put in uh, Wedded Blades, which is uh, pick one, um, have a reroll on your first attack, or uh, gain cleave. Uh, and the reroll is doing two things. It's helping me have a chance to inspire. Uh, it's only range one or two, so uh, there's some restriction there. Uh, but helps me get the inspire off, or helps me score unequal contest, um, which is uh, all, all successes in your attack roll, which is one of my stickier surges. Um, which has played out to be true, but yeah. um, that's uh, those are our thoughts going in. Um, did you have any matchups you were worried about coming into this? Or uh, honestly, I thought that Soul Raid would be a little bit tough because their control. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't sure how the mirror match would go for crushes. Yeah, um, but generally, I I wasn't too concerned. I know crushes are just well positioned right now so i was like i think i have a pretty decent chance against anybody yeah uh how about you yeah uh i mine mine was soul raid that i was worried about like to the extent like i <laughs> almost panicked and changed into something else and i was like i this thing i would change like i i don't <laughs> just tell them what it was yeah i was like it might have been far striders <laughs> so uh, and then i was like i there's no reason to think these far striders would do any better whatsoever <laughs> like i don't know what i'm talking about so um but uh yeah we'll see maybe maybe we'll get a chance at soul right here today uh depending on how things shake out i i think with the bracket um well we'll talk more about that at the at the end here so um but that's it so what did you draw round one i got aaron our our very own aaron bowler very playing his aaron. first game of underworlds in a couple of years <laughs> uh and playing a spike claw swarm deck that davy pulled from the internet for him yeah which uh, which turned out to be a uh, requisites deck yeah. or like an earlier iteration. I don't know if it's exactly the same, but it's extremely close. <laughs> uh, How would you know that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we we can talk about that later. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, that deck is quite good. Yeah. And in the first game that we played, uh I only won by one. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, uh-oh." Uh um I, I Going into the third round, we were tied, and I was like, wait a minute. 
<laughs> Aaron hasn't played in a couple of years, and he's like giving me a run for my money. He doesn't like he's having to ask me like, how does this work? Yeah. What is primacy? Did you say the word delve? What is that? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh no! Uh, but squ- squeak that one out, and then um, I was able to square it off for the second game, and uh, and when I could get to scritch early, it, yeah. it was not particularly difficult at that point. Um, yeah. Because once Scritch was down, the, it sort of all fell apart. Right. Uh, but that can be a tall order sometimes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Very tall. Yeah. Um, I uh, I played against uh, Kanan's Reapers. Uh, a player, uh, uh, Stu, was uh, was playing. And uh, he, uh, he was... He knew his warband pretty well, I would say, um, but uh, ha- has not played as much as uh, we have. And then, uh, um, but it was fun because it was one of those things where, like, you play somebody who has been kind of playing in their own meta. So uh, some of the expected moves I was, I would see, would like would not <laughs> develop. Uh, and so I was going with this. I, I felt good about this matchup. I was like, I, I have enough passive scoring. I can sit back, score, and then pick off some of the little guys as they come forward. Kanan's going to get maybe one attack per round, depending on yeah, how right. you know how he commits. Uh, and I was like, and he's not going to send Kanan early because then I'll just wail on Kanan and take that down. And then it's it's easy mode, so I'll I'll have Bahanar up, pick off some of those guys, get some defensive upgrades on him, so I can tank <laughs> the eventual Kanan hit. And then he was like. YOLO <laughs> and Cannon came flying in and just smoked Bahanar like first first attack both games and I was like oh my god <laughs> we're playing on hard mode today yeah exactly and uh he was actually guessing some spells with Cannon. I was like I don't, what is this spell like that that seems crazy and then I'm like oh man if this goes off it's super duper bad for me yeah. so um it was pretty fun but I, I uh I did end up uh taking that one down um I think the yeah, uh, got got that two zero, um, and it was uh, it was fun. I I uh, I played Canaan a little bit because Josh likes to bring them so mm-hmm. to to our locals. Yeah. So uh, not totally unfamiliar. So that was that was helpful. Nice. So uh, we're both one and zero, oh, um, and I think most of the uh, Madison Field is one and zero oh after the after the first round. So, yeah. Um, that's kind of an encouraging start for a crew. Um, what that means, though, is that you go play someone else who also won a game. So, Phil? Yeah, so so then I got I got Requisins Rats mm. uh, for round two. So it was like, oh, cool. I'm playing Spike Claws twice in a row here. This doesn't yeah. seem <laughs> likely, but turned out more likely than you'd think. Yeah. Uh, and, and this was definitely uh, tough. I, I was... I was doing whack a rat as best I could. Yeah. And I was, and it, but like, they can just revive and the, without giving too much away. I, you can go find the deck. I don't want to like try and do a blow by blow through the whole deck. But like the idea is that you, all the expendable rats are like intended to die. Yeah. And so you've got all the stuff that's punishing for killing, and then all the stuff that like gives you glory for getting killed. And yeah. And so like. I could get kills and I could gain glory, mm-hmm. but it almost never netted me anything because mm-hmm. it was like, I kill you while well, I get a glory or I have expendable. And it's like, oh man, I'm just <laughs> like, I can't do anything. And then eventually it gets to the point where you've got the like dying curse and screaming demise and all the stuff that's equipped where it's like, well, if I kill that rat now, I lose an action. Or if I kill that rat now, I die. And it's just like, what am I supposed to do here? And then Scritch is hanging out in the backfield, 
with like seven wounds yeah on guard in a gloom hex and he's just like don't touch me stay away (laughs) (laughs) this is my spot and and the weird thing is i was expecting so much aggro that i have a whole bunch of reactions for the crushes that expect attacks yeah and charges and the rats are just like and i'll just move into your enemy territory yeah and i'm like is, is it going to be a charge? Can I counter charge? And I no, just a move. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's on. really clever. I, uh, I experienced that a little bit. in uh, one of those where I, uh, was rippers into spike claw. This was oh, last sure. season. And it was the same thing where I had a whole bunch of, uh, cards that were like all my defense. Cause he wasn't going to like, he made maybe two attacks in the whole game. Yeah. It just did like yeah. uh, tons of my gambits just didn't matter so yeah I was like, oh, and upgrades okay. too like survivability upgrades doesn't matter yes yeah, that's, that's just more or less it. a dead card because if he's not making attacks yeah it doesn't matter so 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 i ultimately did lose both games but only by one glory so i was like well at least it was close although i kind of felt like i was like no so close yeah every, each time but but so i i dropped to one and one at this point yeah. um but not with a bad differential so that kind of think probably helped me later sure yeah, uh, well, I uh, got Gerard, uh, a.k.a. Gerard the Professor. Uh, he was running uh, Mournflight, which I feel like I didn't spend a whole lot of time thinking about, uh, and it kind of showed here. Um, so <clears throat> we played uh, We played in our first one. It was, <laughs> it was, it was telling that uh, a number of my early game decisions on, like, aligning boards and uh, placing objectives – uh, Gerard would be like, whoa, that's unexpected. And I was like, mm. <laughs> I, that means one of us read this wrong and I don't think it's you. <laughs> so uh, the first one, I had just an on fire first round um, and uh, I was all charged up. I was feeling amazing. I had a, a lead and I had great, um, uh, great upgrades out. Uh, but I let, uh, I let the inspires happen. And uh, once uh gosh the agonized one there's there's one of the born flight ladies that uh defensive crits don't count as any kind of success yeah Um, yep and uh that felt super rough um because all my upgrades didn't really matter anymore (laughs) um thinking about it uh the only thing that's going to help you there i guess is the silent helm really i mean it'll help some because what would happen is uh, I had like, okay, like every face of the die is a success. I got to re-roll, you know, and I've got mm-hmm. two defense dice. And he's like, but if I roll a crit, none of it matters. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Uh, and so kind of ripped me down there. And then I decided to really go for kind of a crazy, uh, I, I, the hand I drew in the second game, I had uh, Channel the River, which is like uh, you can push three if you're willing to burn an Aether Quartz. Uh, and I had it with Elemental Blessing, so it made sense to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and a Zenith, so... I, I started off like right away. I, I blasted uh, Bahanar way up uh, into the lines, and I was about to start smashing. And he, he dropped the uh, illusion for uh, on guard, and then all of a sudden I was like, <laughs> "Oh man!" My, and it all kind of fell apart there. I, I did manage to get like a kill, but that that second game was more of a blowout than the than the uh, first. So I, I went down hard. But man, I was really uh, I really enjoyed meeting Gerard. Uh, I've, I've seen him chatting yeah. online. What a nice guy! What an yeah. awesome dude! That was really fun. Super so, fun. Super yeah. Fun. And and I don't think it would be get, like given anything away at this point to say that Gerard Gerard went undefeated on day one. So yeah. Right. His, exactly. His Morn Flight deck was on point. Yeah. Um, undefeated is four zero and one. He did have a draw against Ooh, Soul Raid. Okay. So, so yeah. Um, it's closer than I thought. Yeah. But. Uh, 
uh, yeah, there, there is that. Um, all right. So, and I think all the Madison crew ended up one and one. There was a lot of, yeah, a lot of punctured balloons there. <laughs> uh -oh, like, uh -oh. <laughs> Still pretty early. So let's see what we can bounce back. Uh, what'd you get for round three? Uh, very surprisingly you got, Oh, wait, sorry. I'm going to interrupt this. There's, there's one story I wanted to relay. Uh, when, uh, we saw Brian come back, he got crushed because you know, oh, the, sure. the, the saying for the day was crush is going to crush. Or yeah. uh, when your crush is either you crush or you get crushed. Like, yeah, there are a lot of yeah. variations on that. And he came back and, like, I got crushed. Uh, but even worse, uh, he he had one game that he was like, well, I got wiped off the table, but I had a big lead in glory. And I was like, I I've got this in the bag. And then that crush a player dropped the infaction annihilation for five more glory <laughs> and snatched it away. I was like, oh man! And that's that's a callback to me. I had to find uh, Jordal because uh, he he's as I've said many times. He at uh, the first clash I went to, he uh, dropped annihilation on me uh, with <laughs> with his iron jaws. <laughs> that oh, was back man. when it was just uh, four factions in the game, and I, I, that was a that was a rough moment. So I'm glad I'm glad. Brian got to uh, carry the spirit of that experience forward. So. <laughs> Be traumatized forever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, you're, you're round three. Yeah, yeah. So so at this point, uh, submarine a little bit into a matchup with Despoilers. 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 Yeah. Gashrax Despoilers. Goat Boys. Yeah. Uh, very surprising to see them. Uh, it was not a matchup I was considering, um, but it was like very aggro on aggro here. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, that's always a good thing when you're playing crushes. Yeah. Uh, and so it was, and he even mentioned, he was like, man, this feels like it's going to be a tough matchup. And I was kind of thinking, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a tough yeah, matchup. Yeah, it's going to be rough. And uh, it was. Um, yeah. he, he was doing his best. He Game one, Morgok was dead on the second activation. So I was like, oh, uh oh, <laughs> maybe maybe this is going to be a problem. But then he was basically out of steam, though, because... Yeah. Uh, Drachnar charged in and got the big hit, but then he's charged in my territory, surrounded by three crushes. Yeah. So then I was like, "Well, okay, I think I'm just gonna start crushing." You know, pound on this guy for a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then every little guy that he had to send in to try and get the kills, it was just like, "Well, yeah. you hit for oh, man. two, and then I'll just kill you." And, and that then... matchup is the nightmare scenario for the despoilers to inspire. Like, yeah. Like yeah, I gotta yeah. kill two of these guys to inspire. Like, exactly. Cool. Well, I think I probably already <laughs> won by that point. <laughs> yeah. So. um it it was a two zero kind of a blowout um, mm. because he just couldn't really get anything going. Um, it, like he could get hits, he just couldn't get kills. Yeah, um, and I think that's a, like especially where the plus wounds and damage reduction and healing really shines for them because it's like even if you can hit me, you still can't kill me. Yeah, uh, yeah. which is a bad feeling. So. Yeah. Um. For my round three, I ended up uh, drawing into uh, Curse Breakers. Um, mm, yeah. Uh, and uh, a fellow, fellow uh, uh, named Brian that uh, does stuff up with a Michigan GT. Um, and uh, yeah, he uh, he was running Curse Breakers, but I hadn't, it, I hadn't played them in so long that I was like, when I saw uh, Stormstar's Curse Breakers, I had to think. I'm like, I know that's Stormcast. Which Stormcast is that? Like, oh, the magic ones. And it's funny. You, you get used to not playing somebody, uh, a particular faction. And I, I deployed for it. I'm like, yeah, those two, you know, the two uh, mini guys, whatever, the, the not, uh, so Amos and Rastus. Yeah. Um, I was like, 
ah, they're, that's not two. They start on two. And then uh, then he empowers Amos. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're on three smash with a reroll doing three damage. That sounds horrifying to me. Like, uh, I, I am not sure what I'm supposed to do other than kill Amos as fast as possible. Um, yep. So, uh, but there, all the, all the defense, uh, defensive tricks I had, uh, really came in. So there was a lot of like, uh, Stormsire just throwing bolt after bolt after bolt into, uh, Bahanar and, and bouncing off. So, yeah, yeah. What, I mean, what Bahanar when he's got two block on guard in gloom, it's like what yeah. a 90% success rate when you have rerolls. It's yeah, just like, it's pretty tough. Good, good luck. Um, yeah. And so I, I had some pretty good card draw on that and took it away. This actually, uh, a, a bad sign for me after the first two rounds is that Bahanar had yet to survive a game. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, which, uh, which in the first, in the first round, the fact that I'd still managed to win after losing him, it was a little encouraging, but, uh, went down so hard in, in, uh, the, the second <laughs> round, but here, uh, Bahanar survives both games and I take both games, uh, fairly handily, um, just uh one one of those once uh, once all his defensive tricks get online if you are not a dirty cheater like Mournflight, then, <laughs> <laughs> then there's not a lot you can do um so uh yeah uh back to two and one feeling a little bit better yeah what do you get uh what did i get uh, i think at this point i got crimson court uh you played jeff i don't remember i don't think i talked to you much about this game already so you played crimson court uh, was this a aggro-y or uh, it felt like a very flex hunger build. Mm. Um, the vast majority of the scoring was off of having hunger counters, and the speed at which he was putting out hunger counters was surprising. Mm. Like, first game, I think he had four or five hunger counters on every single fighter oh, geez. within the first round, and I was like, am I going to get blown out? <laughs> uh, because he hallwayed it. Uh, he always oh, me. Yeah. so the entire first round was me just trudging forward trying yeah. to do something yeah um and that's that's a i mean that's a skill there to you know not panic and say okay like this yeah. is what i do which thankfully uh having played um the oh boy corn <laughs> guys i played last magors magors fiends yeah. um having played magors fiends last adepticon yeah i I was very familiar with that feeling yeah. of I I am the beat down yeah. and I need to be patient because I know if I can get there, I can probably still get all the kills I need. Yeah. Guess um, I'm just going to walk for a while. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, literally like two actions that are just, I walk forward three and yeah. do nothing, yeah. um, which feels bad, but like they're not going to want to run past me. So I know that's like, well, okay, if I can just hold out, get yeah. there. So I score like nothing first round of both games yeah but once i get into them it's just like well okay we'll start hitting for three or four damage and they start going down and then, yeah uh and when you need all those hunger counters it felt like every kill he was just like oh no i'm just like losing resources yeah um and again like they're good aggro warband but the damage wasn't really there to kill crushes yeah because they're all hitting on two damage for the most part so um it was close uh i think for most of the games i i don't remember the exact scores but um did end up killing almost all the vampires both games which then meant there was just not enough left to mm -hmm. score all the hunger stuff yeah all right cool yeah i mean so that did you did you feel like you had to do 
any aggressive mulligans to get particular things or, I mean, cause I feel like it's, it's mulliganing and it's also like really, uh, curating your, your power hand, uh, in those early ones. So to make sure, yeah. cause you, you've only got two rounds to really do it. So you want to make sure you've got exactly what you want once things kick off so, and you've got an extra round to make that happen. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I would have, except that I didn't need to. <laughs> oh, okay. So you <laughs> I, can. I, had, well. I think I had commanding stride in my first hand one game Ooh. and then I had uh, outrun death in the other one. Oh, nice. So right. I was just like, okay, I can, sure. I can push forward and I can get speed boost. So I, like I was very close to being able to charge both games on the uh, first round. Well, in the second game, I obviously I, I squared it up so that I didn't mm-hmm. have to walk all the way down. Fair. Uh, my round, uh, wait, round four, round, yeah. round four, my yeah. round four, uh, I drew Skyler, uh, yeah. <laughs> our, our, our guy. So, uh, playing his mad mob. Um, I think I'd helped him with like one <clears throat> practice game where I ran a Rothgorn at him or something like that. Yeah. I think that's what I did. We actually hadn't played this matchup, so we didn't know that. And I felt okay about it cause you know, uh, they, all the, all the, uh, orcs start on two damage, um, yeah, and so the the key is if I can if I can kind of keep them there, uh, if they have to hit me twice to kill me, then I'm a lot better off. Because like uh, people will sometimes sneak a hit through, and as long as it's not a one shot kill, um, it's hard to get not one but two hits through. Um, it's, yeah, it's that. So uh, first one we played uh, uh, broadboards, and uh, I got an early lead, and then he had he made engineered and really awesome comeback. Uh, I was at 14 glory. He scored enough in the end phase uh, of the last one to catch up, but then I had uh, four more for uh, first stuff. So I, I managed to stay ahead of that. But I, I was I was super worried about it because I knew he had like a third end phase. I, I couldn't quite do the math. I'm like, I know he's got the potential for a big end score because uh, he still has a guy alive and they have these, you know, he's got plenty of stuff that's like uh, primacy and all in your territory. And I felt real good going in that round, uh, that last round. Cause I was like, it's cool. I managed to get primacy from him. I'm just going to sit on this. That's going to deny a bunch of his objectives. And he's like, anyway, I'm going to play this power card, which gives me primacy. And I was like, Damn. Oh, that's not good for me. Uh, but then I got to hallway him on the next one and it was, uh, it was pretty close to a shout out. Uh, I think he, I think he had the, the primacy for that card that, so he had one, one yeah. spent, but he never got to actually spend it. And it was, uh, we talked about it afterwards. It, it was a thing um, where I got I got all the defensive upgrades for Bahanar online early, and uh, rather than running past him, he stayed to fight him. And he's like, "Man, I don't know why I did that." You know, like I he identified himself. He's like, "I don't know why I did that." Like I, if Glissette is up, I'll run right past Glissette rather than trying to smash my head to pieces trying to knock mm-hmm. her down. But I just uh, I lost track and, and went. And so, yeah, so. Um, but uh, it turned out we, we hadn't really done the math on it. So I think he was feeling like he was out. But uh, it turns out when the cut is half the field, uh, yeah, you can, you, there's you a good chance. So, But this meant that uh, coming to this last round, some of us, I think all of us were feeling a little bit must win because, uh, again, hadn't, hadn't done the math. I, I, I hadn't, I was like, I think I'm, I was with Skyler, you know, because we just mm. sat. I was like, yeah, I think, uh, I think three and two is not guaranteed. And so I was like, I really, really want to win this last one. Um, but it was a, it was kind of a murderer's row. Like it looked, you're like, oh, yeah, there, there didn't was... feel like there are any good <laughs> options coming into this. Um, what did you get for your last round? I got Alex and he was playing the one and only, uh, uh Ideneth. Um, and so I, I, like I said, I, I thought this was going to be a tough matchup. Yeah. I, 
he he said immediately he's like <laughs> not looking forward to the matchup as well yeah which made me feel a little better i guess when we yeah. sat down um and turned out that actually yes it was it was definitely in my favor okay um just he, hard for them to square off enough damage uh, yeah yeah i mean some of his disruption is really good on objective holders but you don't you don't yeah, care. yeah 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 um and I think he even said after one of the games, he's like, "It's just, it's just too much beef. I just yeah. can't, I can't <laughs> cut through all that." Um, and so I, I think, I think the game became like keep away. How, how much can I just stay away from them? And uh, with pushes and speed boosts, it's, it's actually pretty difficult, even yeah. in hallway to. Yeah. completely stay away well and then your counter charge shenanigans you've got a bunch of push and commanding stride and yeah. counter charge is a rough one because i'm always like well i can ping some damage off this guy I, from range you're like no you yeah, can't <laughs> i think i think there was even one where it looked like he was probably trying to set up a spear throw to pull me into a lethal yeah and then when he charged i counter charged away from the lethal <laughs> right up next to him and he's like well i guess i'll still attack you but <laughs> it's like yeah hey there feels feels bad uh so um, I, uh, I didn't even see that Ripa's was a possibility for someone I could be mm. playing, but I, I got, uh, Joe, uh, who hangs out on our discord a little bit. Um, and, uh, he was playing Ripa's and I felt really good about this because I've played a ton of Ripa's in my time. And every time I played Ripa's and was playing against purifiers, I was like, I hate every part of this. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that that's gotta be a good sign. And it is. Cause it's that thing where, uh, he's got to land uh two hits basically yep. so you, you know there'll, there'll be some lucky bites get through or a, a lucky arrow here or there but one of those is not enough to drop uh, one of the purifiers um, and he did exactly that like there was one round where uh i was walking around with i think almost all the elves were vulnerable like just walking around oh, with one sure, health because sure. like bites kept sneaking through but it was like all right me and i you're not inspired i hope your <laughs> i hope your arrow attack is gonna work out for you so um that was just uh uh, he, you know, it, it was just a very favorable matchup for me there, which I was fortunate to get that late in the in the day. So, yeah. Um, but that meant we were both four and one, uh, and we ended up with the fourth and fifth seed respectively. Yep. Uh, and that also meant uh, that after we went and hung out with people, we got to then see what we were playing today and what who did you draw into? Uh, and I pulled Jimmy Molini playing his rat. Yeah, just... completing the the uh, rat hat trick. Yeah. So. The... Hold the rat it. trick? Oh, I missed it. There oh, it is. I got there eventually. There you go. Aaron's on the bed back here behind me. He pointed at me, and I'm like, I know I missed something here. So <laughs> I, I'm going to come back to this. Go. Uh, but, yeah, not what I would like to see. I felt like that was a really tough matchup both times, mm. uh, day one. So yeah. getting at the first matchup, day two, it's – I don't want to, like, psych myself out to be like, oh, I guess I'm out. But yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I drew uh, a crushes matchup, um, and at this we're not exactly sure. It's a, uh, I think, oh Gus, I've got Gus, uh, I've got Gus's crushes, um, and uh, I don't know a ton about them other than it's it's crushes. Uh, and the one good thing is that I've played that matchup several times with you, so I have a sense of what I need to do. Yeah. I don't know what you know what kind of passes he's got if he's got some of that got him boss, which that those ones you kind of abandoned. Um, in favor of uh, more all-out aggression, um, so that's that's kind of an unknown. But I do feel good, like unlike my matchup with uh, more in flight, where I was like, oh, I'm not exactly sure what I'm supposed to do here. Here's like, I know what I need to do, um, and whether it executes or not is is uh, 
it's that thing where like, okay, well, yeah. if this uh, if this uninspired art school just randomly kills Bonar, then it's gonna be <laughs> real tough. Um, so we'll we'll see how it goes. But uh, I feel I think I feel a little bit better about uh, my my matchup than than you do. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, I think uh, what's the if you make it through. I was trying to look. I I don't remember. I think if you make it through, then I play I play the winner of your matchup. So oh, like okay. if if I make it through and you make it through, then I think we're playing in the in the next time around. Okay. So, well. Yeah. Um. But our guys, uh, Jazz made the cut. Yeah. Uh, Skyler and Brian made the cut. Skyler and Brian now have to fight to the death. Like, yeah. First round. Yeah. Face each other. We're gonna we're gonna snap out. a pool cue in half <laughs> and throw it in between them <laughs> to see see who comes out. Uh. So, it. Uh, it feels a little bad, uh, but they they uh, they're gonna surge for one glory because they got a silver lining there. One of them is guaranteed yeah. to make it yeah. through to the next yeah. round. So yeah, <laughs> it's pretty so, solid. Yeah, um, but that's where we're at. So looking forward to day two. Uh, that we gave us extra time this time around. So yes. we have hour and forty five minute rounds, which feels like a big relief because uh, even starting early, we had a hard time getting through um, some of them. I'm I'm lucky. Like you said, you went two two o or o two every time. Yep. Um, I, there were plenty of times I would have had no chance at a third game. Um, so, uh, that, uh, yeah, that, that's going to feel the only downside is going to make for another kind of long day. If you, if you go the distance, you're playing four more matches today, that'd yeah. be nine matches at Underworlds, which, hey. yeah. so, and there's uh there's also, I'm not clear on what the, uh, they said like, well, if, even if you lose in the first round, you're still fighting for second or third. I was like, ah, I don't know if I really care about that. There's really tall glass trophies for second and third. I was like, Very dang, shiny prizes. Dang, man. <laughs> so maybe, uh, all right, let me think about it. So we'll see. But we'll just take it take it one one match at a time, see where we go. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Uh, we're not sure for um, if we will manage to append a summary of day two onto this. Um, that's kind of up in the air. So this may be the last of this episode you hear. <laughs> or it may be followed by some... Uh, hard to hear other stuff. Actually, who knows? Uh, using this recording setup is not something I have done. Usually, we got uh, the master engineer on on the on the tables there. Um, <laughs> As he shakes his head. Yeah. Uh, so uh, is able to help us out with that. Um, so maybe this will sound terrible too. Who knows? Anyway, point point being, uh, we'll see what else you get, and then uh, coming up, we'll we'll at some in some way either in this episode or next, we'll talk about uh, day two. Uh, and then hopefully real soon we're gonna be talking about uh, the electric slide zombies. Yeah, so, yeah. Get a little thriller action. In here. Yeah, exactly. All right, so welcome back. Uh, we are recording uh, on the Sunday after the Grand Clash. Uh, the dust is settled. Uh, I am in an Airbnb somewhere near Akron, Ohio, uh, after uh, fleeing for my uh, family spring break vacation. So uh, apologies in advance. I think we warned you that uh, if, when you got this segment, it would uh, be a, a downgrade in sound quality. Although, to be honest, I haven't edited the first one. So hopefully it's not an upgrade because that would mean that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, as promised, I'm recording off of a, a little uh, headphone mic. Um, but uh, uh, we get it done, and that way we, uh, we get more of a complete product, uh, a complete uh, episode out for you guys. So, uh, Phil, how are you doing? uh recovering <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh after uh after talking non-stop uh on the weekend uh and then rather than giving your voice a rest on the drive home we talked uh, underworlds for another two hours on the drive home so yeah <laughs> you know as you do as you yeah. do yeah i um, delivered you to your house about uh 9 30 uh 9 15 something like that and uh, yeah. 
I was like, well, hope, hope, uh, hope he has enough left in the tank to say hi to the spouse. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, I was, I was had enough energy. I just, it was like completely just, uh, super, super shot vocal cords. And yeah, so now I'm in like gravelly sound like I've been smoking cigars for the last 30 years or something, <laughs> but, right. uh, you know, it happens. Sure. Um, I guess there's a tip. Uh, vocal health and rest are going to be important when you have to talk for yeah uh, twelve hours a day. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk some of that, uh, uh, some of the issues uh, on the last day that uh, maybe also contributed to that um, when we get there. Sure. But uh, we were we were super happy. We made the cut, and uh, even more happy. I can't remember if we said this in the other part. Uh, we had five of our Madison crew make the cut. So yeah. Uh, you, me, Brian, Skyler, and uh, Jazz. Um, so, we're, I was—I mean, it was kind of like a highlight of it for me. Was uh, we hit that with? Uh, uh, I mean, everyone finished above five hundred on the day, so that was pretty rad. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it was day. super good. Um, I mean, we we brought close to a fifth of the entire tournament. And <laughs> yeah. oh, everyone that was planning to try to play in day two did. So yeah, uh, uh, kudos to all of uh, Madison folks for uh, really putting in the work there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll talk about the cut real quick. So there's a the top 16. Um, I think we ended up, what we roughly figured was 38 folks actually played. It was a little hard yeah, to figure out who, yeah. who uh, was a last minute drop and who wasn't. A couple of people who dropped right at the end of the day. Uh, on the first day, so uh, that made the the BCP notification a little tricky. But here are the sixteen. Um, there was uh, there's a pretty great spread of warbands, which were there were in general. Um, half the half the cut were uh, warbands that were doubles. So there's two rippas, two spike cloth swarm, two crimson cord, and two crushes. Uh, and then the rest, the other eight, were all solo. So Mournflight, uh, purifiers, reapers, dread pageant, mad mob, soul raid, hrothgorn, and uh, uh iron souls so uh that was a that was a brave soul right there to uh to do yeah that. seriously um what they did so everyone was seated so uh the number one seed from from day one uh would have been gerard who was four oh and one uh and then he uh he went into the 16th seed and so that's that's how everyone paired off um uh who did you end up playing phil yeah, so unfortunately, uh, I, I got paired against Jimmy Molini first first match of day two. Uh, that was the third Rats player. Um, so at that point, it was <laughs> having played every single person who was bringing Spike Lots Claws to the entire tournament. Now, when you say unfortunately, it's because Jimmy Molini is so terrible to play against. Is that? Uh, no, he's great to play against, <laughs> yeah, but right. it's just a really terrible matchup. Um, yeah. And I honestly, going into the match, was expecting him to be playing uh, a deck that was a lot more similar to the ones that I had faced in the mm -hmm. day one. Mm -hmm. um, turns out that was not the case at all. <laughs> I uh, remember because you and I were talking about uh, passive. Like we were thinking to be pretty passive. Uh, and I remember being done with my game, walking over and being like, well, that's weird. Like, Scritch is at the midline, and Morcock <laughs> is dead. Like, what is going on? And like, yeah. wait, is this is this only the start of round two? Like, madness. So yeah. I yeah. was like, wow, we we did not uh, 
read that matchup right <laughs> no no so. i didn't and, and so game one of that match i yeah. expecting passive no attacking i i dove scritch right away mm-hmm. thinking maybe i'll get him um i did miss so that was bad but then <laughs> even worse instead of doing like the runaway thing like i expected and going and standing on objectives he just turned around and started smacking me and i was like oh no, I've completely <laughs> misread this situation. Uh, and Morgok died in round one. So yeah, uh, it's very bad. Yeah. Um, so I, I just sort of took the loss there. Yeah. Uh, tried to learn as much as I could on the fly. Uh, mm-hmm. Realized that he had multiple weapon upgrades, um, weapon illusions. So he was, he was like very committed to being heavy flex to uh, maybe even more aggro than the whole objective side of things. Mm-hmm. So um, ended up losing that one, I think, pretty badly. I don't remember by how much, but it wasn't particularly close. Um, when in the second game, had a completely different game plan. I tried to be much more patient. I was expecting him to charge me, so I just sort of waited for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of had a, a long standoff to start. Um, but eventually was able to lure him in uh, towards the end of the first round. And at that point, uh, I started getting the dice rolling and started taking rats out. Um, and I managed to blow Scritch up sort of in the middle of that round. Mm-hmm. And everything kind of fell apart for Jimmy at that point uh, and, and kind of turned it around so that I kind of blew him out in that one. And uh, so then it, it really came down to the you know, we had the third third match. Uh, we both kind of knew what we were doing at that point. Um, and so it, it was a really cagey, heady match. Um, sort of went back and forth a bit. I uh, could not hit Scritch at all in that third matchup, though. And uh, he ended up taking it. Um, not by a lot, but uh, obviously getting a loss in the first round on day two is not what you want. So... Yeah, a little little disappointing, you know, come excited to make the cut. I tell you, I was glad it was uh, you facing Jimmy and, and not me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 that, that would have been bad. Uh, I mean, we so from our Madison crew, we did have one matchup at the round start around one that that was um, two Madison folks facing off. So Brian and Skyler. Yeah, uh, which is cool in a sense, because it's like, hey, they get to decide each other's fate. But on the other hand, then it's like one of them has to be out then. So yeah. a little unfortunate. Yeah, um, right. Exactly. Uh, they, uh, I think Brian started making the joke uh, later that uh, if anyone from Madison is going to make it to the finals, that they're going to do it over the bodies of, of their uh, yeah. teammates on the way. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I drew into uh, Gus and his crushes um, and crushes are powerful, but uh the one thing that felt real good about this is you and I, there was no matchup I'd played more often than the purifiers into the crushes. So uh, I was like, I, I have a real good sense of what I need to do. Um, and uh, actually even our, our most recent, uh, the, the last episode, uh, that battle report, I having done that, I was like, okay, solidified some lessons. I'm not going to give, you know, unless I have no other option, I'm not going to make attacks from adjacent. I'm not going to give him brutal reprisal. And I'm going to really, uh, lean into using my pushes to to you know make that happen um and so first uh first round um we actually played uh i had to put first board down so i knew this was going to be the more challenging one where he was gonna 
be the front line come flying in. And uh, to be to be perfectly honest, Gus uh, had had some pretty poor dice with uh, his attacks, which uh, gave me the edge. Let me get going. Let me get started uh, and start powering people up. I did actually lose Bahanar uh, in there, but was able to, uh, <laughs> of all people, uh, uh, um, Miari with his uh, with his cool stick was bopping people on the head and uh, knocking people down. So yeah. Uh, managed to stay ahead of that. He he had a little bit of a surge to catch up, but uh, uh, stayed ahead. And then uh, I knew I was in it in it pretty well. It didn't seem like there was a whole lot of extra mobility there, and I was about to longboard him. And uh, that was uh, that was went went real well for me on the longboard. It was uh, I got uh, Bahanar uh, online, and then standing right in the middle of that longboard and reaching out and hitting anybody who tried to walk past him. And uh, uh, and that, that ended up being a blowout. So it's kind of, kind of tough for, for Gus. Um, and as, as was the case for many of my games, people either had never played Miari's or they had played Miari's, but not for a very long time. Uh, so there was a lot of like, Oh, so that is a thing that can happen. So, uh, yep. but, uh, I got to chat with uh, Gus a little afterwards. He's a real good guy. I was, uh, I was glad to meet him. Uh, and I was just lucky to be playing a matchup that, uh, that I knew very well. So, for sure. Uh, so you you took a you took an L, but uh, to be clear, actually, one thing you and I were both like, hey, you know, when we lose, we're getting out of here. Like we're gonna get bonus points for our, <laughs> our uh, from our uh, respective spouses as far as uh, getting home earlier than expected. And one of the first things in the briefing uh, by Tony Fields, who did an incredible job all all weekend, was uh, he said, uh, "You all signed up for day two, so uh, you've all signed up to play." all your games. Yep. Uh, so you're <laughs> like, there. like, Oh, okay. I guess we're here till seven. So, um, so, uh, but what, what's relevant there is that you were now playing for your seating. So it was, yep. um, if you could still kind of turn around and get some more wins, then you go right up. You, uh, you know, at this point that you don't have a shot at, uh, first cause you're, you're not going to be undefeated. There'll only be one of those, but you could try and get claw your way back up to the podium. Um, yeah. And, so, and taking taking the loss with uh, one win in the match is actually like yeah the, the sort of perfect scenario if you're going to lose the first match of day two because exactly. it gives you the best shot of getting back to second place. Yeah. Well, what did that earn you for a uh, second match here? It earned me a matchup against uh, I, I want to say it was Joe. Mm. Um, trying with to remember the yeah, with the Rippas. I so yeah. Joe Cody SC. Uh, he's in some of the discords. Yeah, uh, it was a good match. I I might have the order of my matchups wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Joe second. Um, it was a very aggressive uh, matchup because we were both <laughs> wanting to go smack each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one also went to three games. We mm-hmm. we sort of had a back and forth um, with dice. So um, the first match. He was really hot coming in, um, sort of jumped on my guys, got kills early, uh, scored a bunch of stuff for getting into my territory, and it kind of snowballed out of control on me. Um, Game two, I squared us up, and I was able to get to him fast and and just blew through a bunch of his fighters. Um, And so again, pretty much just the the normal aggro matchup whoever gets those big hits first is going to have the advantage yeah and then the third match thankfully was a much closer matchup we were going back and forth trading blows the scoring was relatively low this time um 
and it all came down to uh, the final dice roll. Um, mm. So I had a big charge with Headcracker or Hard Skull. I kept calling him Headcracker all day. That's, that's not that's not his name. Hard Skull. Um, so I had enough to go in get a kill. It's final action activation that I had. Um, so if I hit, I kill off the last wolf and take it uh, pretty handily. If I miss, he has the chance to score more stuff. Uh, turns out that if if I miss, he wins by about two or three points. Yeah. So I uh, rolled in and, of course, rolled the double crit. So um, <laughs> ends it ends it kind of on that anticlimactic note where you're just like, oh, well, uh, I guess you're not going to be able to do a lot about that. So, right. Um, but it's, it's cool to have those big swings. Joe was a great opponent. Um, and we, we basically talked about how like these aggro matchups are, it's, it's a lot about the dice because they're both trying to smack each other and whoever gets those hits early. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. I I got done with mine before you were done. We we were getting lunch after this. So it's kind of, I kept floating back over. I didn't want to hover, but I, (laughs) I was, I was trying to see, you know, this guy, are we going to get lunch? You know? Uh, but uh, come and look down and it'd be like, man, I know uh, Scrum is no longer a surge in the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you guys could have scored it multiple times over with your sure three fighter versus three fighter matchup. It's like, yeah. it's just brawling in the middle. Everybody, everybody just piling in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a very different matchup. Uh, we were reenacting the Dire Chasm, uh, uh, the Dire Chasm starter box. We had a, a Dread Pageant versus. Mayari's purifiers. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought I was getting Jimmy Molini, and then we, we were kind of jumping the gun a little bit. And uh, so there was a shuffle around. All of a sudden, I was playing uh, Brian from Madison. So, like he said, somebody who's going to advance is going to be over the bodies of our, yeah. <laughs> our teammates. So, um, I, I've said many times on this podcast that uh, a lot of a lot of my games against uh, Brian at the store when we're playing locally take a long time because we we are. Uh, I don't know, you kind of get into these mind games, getting each other's heads. He's got a ton of pushes, so do I. And uh, we both had a, quite a few things that we were going to score off of that. I wasn't quite sure um, going in. I was uh, concerned that he could outpass me because of uh, all the kind of slanesh ones. Of uh, He's basically got a double dominant position and uh, hold two, all, all these different ways of scoring it. So I was, uh, I was a little worried. I think I probably had, I was confident I had better passive surges, but I thought he probably had better passive end phases. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, the first one, I actually can't remember a ton about this other than, um, I think, uh, uh, some lucky card draw got me, uh, ahead pretty early. I, I mulliganed into a, a situation where I was could score silver lining, uh, which cascaded and some other things. And so somewhere in the middle of round two, I think, uh, or maybe end of round two, it was up 14-1. Um, and at this point, he chose to concede because he was hoping to maximize his time for a game two and a game three. And we'd, we'd already kind of taken some time there. So the 14-1 instead became a 15-0. Um, and then we launched into game two. Here he was able to do an offset, and uh, I was working real hard to, with the objective placements. And I actually managed to... Uh, force not only force more of the objectives into my uh, board. I, I was placing three, but it wasn't a guarantee. But I was able to place, place the last one on an edge hex, um, which was uh, ended up being a big deal because it gave me a, a whole lot of flexibility on where to where to place it. Um, I I'm trying to think of the last time I'd seen that happen, I, and it happened to me twice this 
this weekend where uh, an objective got forced into an edge hex, um, which was kind of crazy. <laughs> Uh, and this man, so the the final score in this second game was was really lopsided, but our first round was so close, uh, and it was it was just exactly what I love about it is like these these head games where uh, I had not much to score. I think I, I needed to be standing. I had uh, sinking feeling, so holding more um, feature tokens, and then I ha- I had one that was if I was holding objective three, which I which I'd been able to place, so I knew exactly where it was. The thing was Brian correctly. Uh, figured out which one was objective three and knew that I wanted it. Uh, and so he was working to challenge that. I think there was a lot of card draw early on, and then uh, some people jumped out to commit. And uh, there was kind of a great moment where I was like, okay, like I don't have scant. I know he runs scant. Um, what do I need to do to try and uh, block that? I've been holding uh, Bahanar's push uh, tectonic force, so I was I was planning to wait until uh, something delved in his territory, like wait, basically make it look like I wasn't going to delve anything, you know, potentially, um, and then force him to delve on his side, and then once he delved it, push him off of it so that it would be vacant. But before we even got there, uh, he was looking to push me off of. Uh, he'd kind of tipped his hand a little bit. He'd started to play a, a hypnotic buzz earlier in the round, and then and then uh, chose to take it back. I was also trying to play the round as if. Uh, as if he had it, but that that uh, kind of changed my order of operations a little bit. So a misplay here opened the door a little bit for me uh, because he was sitting over there uh, with uh, uh, Slake Slash near my guy holding uh, holding the the Gloom hex that would become Objective Three, and I had the first opportunity, so I delved it before he could push, which then put him in the hard spot of like, okay, do I push you off? And then break my own, break my own uh, scant resources, uh, and I think he made the correct play. Where he's like, "Well, even if he's got hold objective three, he, he was saying he's willing to give me one glory to get two himself on scant." Um, but then I also managed to pull off the push, so I, I got the, I got the one there and the push, and it meant coming out of that first round, I was up three. I'd only scored three glory, uh, but crucially, he'd scored zero, and so yeah, um, you know, you would rather. I'd I'd rather make it three zero than than have you know than six three right like yep because uh, uh, that meant I had a little bit to work with with my upgrades and he was still totally starved it meant that like half his power deck was still not going to work for him as long mm-hmm. as we could keep that going yeah I'd also laid a big hit on uh, Slake Slash which was uh, which was set me up good for the next round and then things kind of cascaded from there and uh, I took that something like seventeen zero so. Uh, coming out of that round with a 2-0 win and then uh, a 32 glory differential was a really huge boost for me for any tiebreakers that would come down the line. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it felt I felt real bad for Brian here because I don't think he played poorly. I think uh, I think I just had the card flow just right and the timing of things just lined up just right. And uh, he, I, he to his credit he took it like a champ and uh, he didn't let it. Uh, he didn't let it throw him off because he he went on to uh, keep playing well uh, for the rest of the day. So, yeah, uh, kudos to him. Uh, Phil, you are now one and one on the day, so you're drawn into someone else who's lost one, one, one. What's your next uh, match look like? Yeah. So, so crucially, I'm one one, but I had to go to three in each match. So my record mm-hmm. is about as bad as it can be in the one one situation. <laughs> um, I, I end up drawing into Skylar. So again, we're, 
we're having to beat up on our own folks, but mm-hmm. it happens. Um, when, when you all so, make the cut, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When you're making up, you know, close to half the field, you're, you're going to play each other. Um, so I, he's playing head crackers. Uh, I know this matchup. I've played him at the shop in weeks leading up to Adepticon. I, I know the matchup well, and it's always been a really tough matchup for him. Um, so I felt like this was probably, uh, kind of a, an easier matchup for me. Um, so I, yeah, to his credit, it sounds like, uh, Skylar playing he he was describing some of his other games against, uh, crushes, uh, and he'd taken a lot of lessons learned from those matchups and, uh, did, did some real veteran moves. Like he, uh, he has a number of things for being in enemy territory and he would just start discarding those. Like, I'm not, I think I have enough to to outscore you um, if I can make you come to me and I'll fight Advent. I'll, I'll sacrifice some of my uh, objective deck in exchange for uh, having an advantage as far as board position mm-hmm. uh, and to potentially starve the the opponent. And, and it sounds like he, he worked his way through some crushes matchups real well. Um, but uh, this one, this one, not as much, right? Yeah. So, so he did, he, he had board choice the first time. So he, he did, um, made me place first. So he hallwayed me in the first matchup, which is obviously not good for me. Um, but I, I still had, uh, things like commanding stride and I had outrun death. And so I, uh, I didn't draw them both in the first hand, but I had one or the other. I can't remember which. And so I had some surprise, uh, some surprise movement for him. And um, I, I basically got right in there right away and, you know, start putting the beat down. And, you know, it at that point, it just devolved into smacking each other back and forth. But um, when every one of his hits is taking half of my life or less, and every one of my hits is almost killing or killing a fighter, it just snowballs out of control. And yeah, um, it, it just it was pretty brutal. Uh, and then obviously since going into the second match, since he had placed the boards, I, I got to decide how we were playing the second one and squared it off. And that one was less close. <laughs> uh, cause everybody was just in there right away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know, um, exactly what the differences were between my crushes and everybody else's, but um, it, it went about how I expected it to go. Um, and not to say that Skyler wasn't doing the right things. I think he played the matchup entirely correctly. It's just, he could not stop me from just getting in there and stomping all his guys. Yeah. In my, in my limited, uh, view of some of the other ones, I, I played against one, uh, kind of discussed some of the others. I, I think you had more mobility built in than some of the others. I think, uh, you know, whenever I was playing that against you in that matchup, uh, um, there's always that commanding stride and there's counter charge and there's uh, mirror move uh, yeah. all these all these things that would were propelling you into the fight faster um, which would give you more time to start scoring those aggro objectives um, rather than rather than, you know that that give you time to miss a few attacks and still kind of uh, get uh, work through your deck you know yeah, yeah uh, other yeah. ones other ones were they had a much more limited uh, number of attacks because uh, of the lower mobility so for sure. Yeah. Uh, for me, I drew into Requisin, uh, 
and uh, he had a Skaven deck, and I I knew a little bit about this because we had <laughs> uh, uh, I I am not gonna say I talked him into it, but I I was I was telling him I thought it was really good after uh, we had kind of snagged a version of it for Aaron, um, and so uh, I don't remember what he was originally thinking of bringing, but he definitely brought that and Soul, uh, Soul Raid, yeah. Uh, oh, he's going to originally bring Soul Raid. All right, yeah. interesting. So uh, I talked to I'd, I'd, uh, uh, some of his opponents from the previous day. I'd, I'd had a chance to chat with, so I, I knew that he was pretty passive, and uh, I was real worried about being that he would have more pushes or more tricks than I. And I was I had to figure out how to balance the more. Uh, how do I how do I block him off of what he wants to do, and uh, and how do I get aggro? Uh, with him while still kind of scoring uh, some of my stuff, a lot of which wants me to stand on things. Um, and so I went with a strategy of, uh, of trying to like go first and then aggressively stand on um, the objectives that he might be running onto. Basically uh, he was going to be sprinting rats into my territory to get things like horrors in the dark. Um, I think eventually later lengthening shadows for having more fighters uh, in my, uh, in my half, um, I think making statements in there, um, uh, fearless seekers, that sort of thing. So my, my goal was to make those very difficult to score. Uh, and usually in a, in a positioning game, I would prefer to take the last one. Uh, but what I was trying to do is stand on him, uh, and force him, you know, because if he can, if he can just move directly onto them, uh, each one that he gets to move onto, that's one less card that he needs to use, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I was trying to do is step onto them, uh, or step onto those, uh, feature tokens and say, okay, like I'm on this now, you got to get me off. Uh, and it's going to take either an attack, which you're not necessarily great at, uh, but it turns out scritch is great. <laughs> Perhaps the greatest. Yes. 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 Um, but, uh, uh, that was, that was the, uh, tactic I went for in the first game. It did not work out. He kind of ran away with it. Um, in the second game, I I blew it out big time. I kind of scored through my entire deck and killed everything um, multiple times in some cases. Uh, and so I went down to the third and uh, had kind of a, a, a decent start, and it was a little back and forth. He was pulling into the lead, and then he just uh, he gave me too many hard choices. He, he played it really well, um, yeah. and I think I made an error in the second round where I thought I had a chance to take down uh, Scritch and so I was committing to that, and he put on uh, too many wound upgrades and managed to get out of there with one wound remaining. And then in that last round, uh, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say, I, you know, I got a little, uh, my body language got a little frustrated. I was kind of tossing my cards down in disgust when when I would get, uh, when he, you know, successfully defended attack. Um, but the, the what's key here is that, uh, that I was, you know, I was feeling that pressure to have these dice rolls come my way because he was playing so well. He was putting me in the position of I'm, I'm the one having to chase the successful attack of, you know, two smash into two dodge on a, on a, um, cover hex or, or like, Oh, I hope I can get a crit so that, uh, Sanella can have her grievous damage be enough to blow this guy off of a, off of a, a terrain or off a, a cover hex and, and such. So, um, I, I, at the end of it, I, I was, uh, I was glad to shake his hand and tell him tell him that he had uh, definitely outplayed me on that. He, he built a heck of a deck uh, and played it really well. Um, and honestly, I was almost uh, relieved to have at least gotten one from him because that was a it was another another good thing for tiebreakers down there 
down the way. I was, of course, you know, disappointed. It was a, it was a chance to get to the finals and didn't quite pull that off. Um, but uh, uh, but it was a really good match. It was, it was awesome. It's the kind of deck that I always want to be able to run where, uh, where you're kind of taking some of the dice out of it, except for maybe defensive dice, and you're really doing a ton with your with your cards. Um, but I'm not as good as, uh, as some of those people. So I was excited <laughs> for, for him um, uh, to, to advance and uh, I think we actually talked to him. We're going to be bringing him on to talk about uh, this this uh, deck because it's uh, it was a quite a creation. And yeah. I, I think the thought process behind uh, putting it together and then implementing it would be really worth uh, further discussion. So, yeah. um, I and so because I finished my match early, I actually yeah. got to watch the last round of your match, oh. and uh, that that game looked intense from yeah. every single activation. Yeah. Um, there, there were some, there's some crazy stuff. I particularly remember seeing, uh, he had run some rats back into your territory to stand yeah. on an objective. And I think you had gone in to like confusion him off or something, or like you had oh, stepped no. away from a token or something to be like, I'm going to deny you from getting, this uh, was making yeah. a statement. Right. So he, uh, that's exactly right. I, he ran, charged someone who wasn't going to pull off a kill, but was adjacent to somebody I had on, a hex and i was i was looking at the board and i'm like okay uh i think he's going to confusion on and if i give him that opportunity and that was it yep he's going to confusion on if i give him that opportunity then he's going to have a chance at uh, fearless seekers or even maybe making a statement so i've got the first chance at a power card here because he just took his activation i think i'm actually going to burn a sidestep i'm going to step off of the terrain i'm going to step step off of the cover hex and that way nobody's going to own it he'll already have charged and uh, I'll still, uh, I'll still have the chance, you know, to maybe take some range. I think it was a range fighter. I think I can uh, maybe kill this rat uh, and then and then use a move to step back on later, possibly. And he's like, "Yeah, that's what I was trying for." However, and he lays down a, uh, <laughs> I can't even remember what it's. It's the one that uh, pulls a. Uh, you either push towards the closest cover uh, or yeah. you drag. Uh, drag it towards you and so he just pulled it right underneath himself and then put himself on guard it's like oh my god uh, like like it was shadow something yeah um, but yeah yeah, yeah it's a i don't know man it, it was a that was a i was like oh man he he did it <laughs> uh, and that's what i'm talking about when i, when I said outplayed because he was making those plays with uh not just a plan but a backup plan so yep uh, very well played very well deserved advance to the finals indeed uh phil you're two and one what two and one last? yeah so so my last matchup that i drew unfortunately was against gerard not because i didn't want to play gerard <laughs> because he's great and yeah. getting to meet him was awesome um yeah. and i really look forward to hopefully seeing him again at another tournament but he's playing lady harrows and Oof. lady harrows have a decent amount of passive scoring yeah. they have lots of defense um and so aggro into harrows feels pretty bad so i was thinking i'm i'm probably out of this one but you know i'm gonna give him i'm gonna give him all i got yeah um so first matchup pretty close um he actually got to offset us but uh there's some some interesting play where i started moving forward and then he flew past me into my territory and i had to send uh art skull back to try and get him and yeah uh, Art Skull actually did it, um, and so I, I got a number of kills in that game, and it was it was looking pretty close. I needed dice to go my way just a couple more times, but uh, 
he he just kept piling on the glory um but we ended yeah. pretty close it was i think 11 to 15 or something so i only i only lost by four so i was like okay i think i know what to do here i think i can pull out another like play three and and get the win here mm-hmm. uh but then we went into the second match i'd squared up the boards it felt like i had the advantage and my dice just left me. I think I hit once in the entire game. Um, I scored a total of one glory and got completely blown out. Um, oh, no. Uh, so the final game of the tournament for me was a bit of a letdown. Um, the differential was horrible. And uh, if the standings that we're reporting in BCP are correct, and I think they are at this point. Mm, um, I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty sure they are because they have okay. the, uh oh well no i don't well maybe i don't know anyway they're they're close ish probably but it it looks like it dropped me out of the top 10 from losing Mm -hmm. that game as badly as i did so uh i mean kudos to gerard for building an awesome deck Uh, and i know he gave you all sorts of trouble in day one um and and he did not lose many games Uh, he went undefeated pretty much on day one and almost on day two so yeah yeah, uh, Gerard beat both of the what the hex guys two to zero. So I yep. think uh, I think we'll have to get him get him on. <laughs> uh, tell him tell him to spill all the secrets. What does he know that we don't? How did he yeah. <laughs> how did he take us down so bad? Uh, yeah. So, uh, but at this this time, I uh, I am not aware that that's going on because I'm over in a battle for my life with uh, <laughs> Crossgorn. Um, yeah. Uh, a beautifully painted Rothcorn, I should say. I was playing Kyle, who uh, went on to win Best Painted for yeah. uh term, and uh, just awesome. Uh, one thing you didn't mention, but was pretty awful about this round, was there was an event uh, at the other end of the hall, Age of Sigmar oh, or something. yes. The, they, I think it was just the major yeah. uh, AOS tournament, just the overall. Okay. Well, they were announcing like their something, uh, presumably their winners. They were doing the prizes, yeah. And they had, <laughs> it was like, cartoon uh level uh of volume on this thing like we we were it was so hard to hear each other in this uh and after after what uh already having played over the course of this weekend this is we were playing our ninth match of underworlds uh so you're already brain fried and there's this huge volume and uh, uh at our table we had some extra things going on to the side some sort of distracting uh things that made it hard to focus and, and kyle and i had a couple times realized we were both just kind of staring at each other, you know, like, yeah, I'd be, yeah. I'd be like, uh, I'm actually not sure, but I think we might be in your second activation. And he'd be like, yeah, I, th- I think that might be right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, okay. So, um, Rothgorn, I hadn't, uh, for whatever reason, I hadn't thought a ton about this matchup. I, I thought I could out passive him, but I was a little worried because Rothgorn actually has plenty of passive surge. Um, I was pretty yeah. sure his end phase stuff was was going to need him to actually do things, though. So I was kind of relying on that. I tried hallwaying. Um, and again, I, I didn't have a big... It was one of those like, okay, I think I can get sinking feeling and I can get one other. So I think I've got a two glory end phase. Um, but uh, I'd drawn in. I'd got, I scored one surge and I had a, a bit of an upgrade. And I was like, you know what? I've got Bahanar up. Um, I've got an opportunity. I ended up uh, throwing him up and laying like a four damage hit on um uh, on the big man three or four damage on 
Crossgorn with the help of a, a furious blow and uh, and I was feeling real good because I, I managed to land that. I managed to land on another uh, uh, shoot another feature uh, hex a feature uh, yeah feature hex feature token and uh, so I was like okay I'm, I still have a ether quartz so I've got a reroll I'm on two block I've got this cover uh, like I'm feeling pretty good and I put this big hit on Hrothgorn which he's still not inspired that means next turn uh, if I can you know if I can either get first activation or, or go again I can have him trapped against the side and hit him again and just finish this game before it's even started unfortunately he had last activation he uh, used a push to drag me next to him so all of a sudden I went from having double supports to help to him having single supports to help I was like uh well this is probably still <laughs> two shields uh, he tossed his attack and I'd already, I mean, this is going to, I'm not uh, complaining about that because I'd had a great attack roll on him to put him in that position. Uh, but he saw, he saw my attack, which was a, a crit hit, uh, to totally bypass his one defense dice and threw a double crit attack yep. uh, from <laughs> Rothgorn back at me. And I was like, <laughs> could not, uh, could not survive that. And so all of a sudden I was in a super bad way. He was, uh, his warband was inspired. He, I'd given him glory because he got a bunch of, uh, he got surge off of that. He got primacy off of that. I was like, man, I think I might have just thrown this game away. I should have, should have hung back. I think, it, you know, see if the passive would have done it. Uh, in a real bad way, I had to engineer some crazy stuff with a, with a big channel the river push with um, Aelin, uh to go three and then charge four to kill uh, Bushwhacker way at the back. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and then try and, and then, uh, Aelin went down, but that got me enough seed to, uh, get three upgrades on somebody else. So I could score a pursuit of excellence. Uh, and I just managed to start to pull ahead when Hrothgorn commanding stride came in, or I should say Hrothgorn turned around and started barreling towards my last remaining fighters. Uh, I'd managed to, he'd done a little bit of healing. I, I had to, I was trying to inspire uh, Miari, who had a lot of defensive upgrades. I was trying to get Miari to where he could uh, start throwing the heavier spell around and maybe get get the last of Rothborn's health down. Uh, but I re- I wanted the inspire first, so I I did the one uh, one dice attack on smash attack with heightened senses. So I have a reroll, uh, landed the hit, burned the ether quartz to make it have cleave and snare and discard heightened senses. Got it through uh, with Glory Seeker. Got Hrothgorn down to a single wound. And I was like, okay, like I've got Channel the Wind in hand. As long as he doesn't play a, a wound upgrade, I've got it. Uh, he drops a uh, Commanding Stride to get around to the back, and then I kill him off with Channel the Wind. Mm. And Kyle was holding his head in his hands <laughs> because he had not one but two uh, wound upgrades in his hand. And this is where uh, Miari's helped me out because he just hadn't played Miari's in long enough that he just didn't think there was any ping out there anymore. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that I stole a win there. I, I think uh, I think if I don't do that, I think uh, he probably is able to. Uh, I would have had to land another attack, which just was unlikely to happen. Um, so I get out of that with a win. Uh, unfortunately, that's used up my my long boards, my hallway game. Yeah. And we. Uh, uh, we, we bring it on again, um, and uh, this one was another incredibly tight one. I uh, I managed to actually do a whole lot of damage to his back line and had some good defensive rolls. It took Crossgorn a long time to get anyone dead, um, but when he eventually did, 
he had a huge uh, surge to pick up. I think I was at, I was in the lead by like 15 to seven or eight. Um, it was, it was looking real good, but then he got a kill, got a kill, uh, got primal lunge on and he had primacy. So then he was able to charge back in to his own territory where Bahanar was finishing up the last of his little guys, uh, make an attack. Uh, I had a ton of defensive tech, so that, that missed, uh, uh, but then he was able to discard primacy to attack again. Uh, and that one, so that, that missed, uh, Bahanar survives, uh, and the final score in that round is 15, 14 to me, which means that the discarded primacy actually ended up being like the crucial difference. Oh, no. uh, so I tried stepping back. I, I was, all I had to do is stand on one, um, uh, one feature token to get, uh, sinking feeling i stepped onto it and he distracted me off of it so i had a i had a zero score i didn't score any of my end phase in that last one i think he understandably had to operate under the assumption that i would probably score something so he he didn't have a choice he didn't know yeah. it at the time he had to try for it uh but if he if he had not discarded the primacy for one more swing on bahanar or if he had just killed bahanar he would have had that win uh which is all a long way to say that i i snuck out of there with a two zero win um and uh, not a lot of glory differential in that in that matchup, but uh, with some of the earlier ones, um, it actually uh, propelled me up to second place. So uh, that was that was pretty exciting for me. Um, yeah, it felt really weird to end up in second after uh, ahead of uh, Gerard and uh, Requisin, who had both soundly beaten me, both outplayed me. Um, but I guess that's just the way the format goes. And I'd be honest, you know, it, it's nice to have that. Nice to uh, have that second place, but uh, I think I rather would have not had it and had a chance at the finals. You know, um, yeah, so yeah, definitely. If uh, if I were requisite in this case, I'd I'd be I'd be happy to have uh, uh, had the shot at that uh, first place. So that's uh, that's where we ended up. Phil, what did you think of the weekend? Oh man, it was great. Um, I. It was just really good to see people playing a lot of games in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did the math. I, I did. I had nineteen games because I only had yeah. one match go to three, uh, and I had twenty. So, <laughs> so many, so many games. <laughs> so many games. I, yeah, it's like weeks and weeks worth of games, uh, yeah. all in all in just two days. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I'm exaggerating. It might be more games than I played the rest of this year combined. Uh, all in that one weekend so uh yeah yeah probably pretty pretty close (laughs) at least yeah so yeah um yeah i i didn't do as well as i had wanted to i wanted to like end up in the top quarter um Mm -hmm. i wanted to improve on my uh performance from last adepticon which i ended in 32nd of 90 so i was like just at the top third um so i was like okay top quarter this time that would be cool Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm actually not a hundred percent sure of where my standing is because, um, I don't know if we mentioned this, but, uh, after the first round of, uh, day two, the BCP app was assuming that we were doing single cut elimination. Yeah. So it stopped tracking games completely. We had to go all to, uh, paper, mm-hmm. um, which actually led to quite a bit of confusion uh people started setting up for their matches and then realized that 
oh wait, this isn't actually going to be who I'm facing and had to like scoop all their stuff they'd already set up. Um, But so I think the final standings are fairly close to what they're supposed to be in BCP, but I don't think they're exactly correct. Um, Mm -hmm. Just looking at it right now, I think it has you listed as third and we know that you got second. So it is slightly off, but I don't know by how much. Um, But either way, uh, I think I'm around 10th or 11th somewhere mm-hmm. in there, uh, which mm-hmm. is not not quite uh, where I wanted to be. But uh, I'm I'm confident that I did have the best record of all the crushes players. <laughs> so I can at least say that I was the best crushes player at hang, uh, hang your hat on that. Yeah, I'm hanging my hat on that. And there the crushes were second most represented warband, if I'm remembering mm-hmm. correctly. Uh, yeah, I think they might have even been tied with the Crimson Court. Tied with Court. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I felt pretty good about that. Um, cause I figured they were going to be tough matchups for a lot of people. So, right. uh, came out of it, uh, excited for the next one, but ready to, uh, rest and like unwind a little bit. I, <laughs> my brain was just so fried after oh, that last man. round. Yeah. Uh, trying to trying to chat on the ride home we were we're definitely like you're dragging uh, yeah yeah <laughs> hey, we'd be looking for word you know like it's like yeah in the in the last uh last uh match that round, i played uh, round yeah. <laughs> what are words yeah oh yeah tough. uh any last thoughts about the deck any regrets or wishes that you'd uh, done differently in there uh yeah so so most of the deck i really liked i thought it worked very well obviously it was dice dependent but i had plenty of ways to add dice um Mm -hmm. i rolled i rolled over five dice a number of times in the tournament so i did have to um, actually pull my second set of dice a couple times uh, (laughs) to make sure i had enough dice to roll is that Um, uh thug's fault or Yes, yes, yeah. that's Doug's fault because he could be adding two dice on his attacks a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and then have another bonus. Um, yeah. But uh, so so that all felt really good. Um, in terms of objectives, though, Silver Lining was a real dud. And I don't know if that's just because of how my cards just kept coming out, but it was like I'd have three upgrades and I'd be like, okay, you know, I, I have enough active or I have a few enough number of fighters that I probably have extra activation. So I can like draw some power cards and probably do this. Yeah. I think every single time I did that, I did not get what I needed. Oh man. Um, and so then I would like get to the end of a round where I'd held and be like, okay, well I can't just hold on to three upgrades without playing them when I've got glory. Like I need to just power up my fighters. So I'd play them all out, discard it next hand. I'd have four upgrades. (laughs) Like I'd just be like driving myself nuts with silver lining the entire time. Um, I think I scored it once in the entire tournament. So across 20 games, I scored it once. So, uh, definitely regretted that. Um, and, and so I don't know what I would put in instead, but it was, it was rough and I didn't like it at all. Um, and then the only thing else that didn't really work out for me, um, so I had brought, um, primal lunge thinking the extra attacks would be useful. A lot of the time I ended up deciding the one guaranteed glory is worth more than a potential attack. Mm -hmm. Um, so I ended up not even using it. Mm. I I never, I mean, I played it out, but I never actually used it once. Mm. Um, and then I had blunt force mastery, which was definitely a weird choice. And I knew it was a weird choice, but I thought, 
there's going to be times where I will land a hit on someone who's on guard and I need to drive them back. And so having the ability to react and push instead of do a drive back could actually be useful. Um, it never once came up. Uh, stagger <laughs> yeah. never once was relevant. Um, so it was like, yeah, all right. That was a dud. That did not work out particularly well. All right. But I all, all said having like three cards that I wasn't happy with felt really solid. So yeah. um, feel good about the deck, but I do not want to play crushes again for a long time. <laughs> uh, how about you? How, how did the Mayari's deck uh, end up feeling after you were done? It felt pretty good. Uh, but what I figured out was the the blind spot I'd kind of built for myself was uh, I'd, I'd gone a little bit too all in on one thing. So I, I, uh, basically I'd set myself up with a lot of, a lot of defensive stuff. I was really mm -hmm. heavily weighted defensively. Um, and it meant I was a little short on accuracy. I kind of defense and damage, but accuracy was a little lacking. Um, and also my defense was, I, I just kind of given into the fact that I could get one shot, uh, get killed in one shot. I, I, all, everybody starts on three health. That's too much work to fix that. I'm going to do it with dice instead. So I'm going to, uh, I don't think I really gave myself extra dice, but I, I would give myself rerolls or make extra faces of the dice uh, successful. So uh, that brought in some kind of edge cases like perfect stance, which gives you single supports on defense. Uh, prevent stagger, which also never came up. Um, what that meant is that I had a couple the accuracy was a glaring weakness for when I was playing in my two losses, uh, which were against a warband like Mornplight, which starts on two dodge, mm -hmm. or Spike Claws, which doesn't start on two dodge, but basically does when there's carnivores all out there, or <laughs> yeah, you know, a, a ton of uh, a ton of push. You know, like the relevant ones are probably going to be inspired; they're going to get chosen. So, uh, by a choose ploy. So I had a real hard time when I absolutely had to hit somebody. I you know often didn't have what I needed to do that. Um, and then the other piece was against Mournflight. Uh, they, uh, they agonized the agonized one. I can't remember. Um, yes, I think, I think that's, that's the one. Um, uh, but, uh, or anguished one, that's the anguished. word. The anguished one, uh, is the one that doesn't, that, that ignores defensive crits. Uh, and so it doesn't matter how many faces of the dice are good for me. If the anguished one doing three damage managed to roll a crit, that you're, fighter's yeah, dead. Well, um, you're hit at least, but it, for you, you're well, dead. <laughs> yeah, for me, exactly, exactly. For me, I'm dead. Uh, and so there, uh, I had cycled out um, Hearthstone Amulet. It might have actually been helpful to have in there to uh, to help out with that situation. Um, it's hard to say because I'm, I'm sure Gerard was throwing away damage upgrades and such, um, but. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I was a little too one-sided on that. Um, for for offensive stuff, maybe something like Cherite Claws to put to get uh, Cleave on Bahanar might have made a big difference on some of his attacks on, on how he's swinging. Um, I, I think uh, that might be the, the tweak I would make to make it a little better all-comers. But uh, obviously um, did better than I have ever done before at one of these things, so that, that felt pretty good. Um, and also... <laughs> Uh, it was cool to bring a faction like Miari's. I had a huge, uh, uh, not a huge, I had I had a not, uh, not negligible um, boost by the number of players who were unfamiliar by it with Miari's. So that was kind of yeah. cool to do that. But uh, I wouldn't recommend it for anybody who has heart trouble because every attack is like, <laughs> oh my God, like this might be, this might kill me. Even though I have like, 
you know, succeeding on every roll with a re-roll and then another re-roll if I want it. Uh, like if there's just two crits, it's going to be going to be Gonzo. So it's very very stressful dice rolling uh, with that warband, uh, but uh, but enjoyable. But like you, they're getting put away uh, for, <laughs> for some time. I'm gonna yeah, go find right. Uh, we should wrap up here, but uh, what what uh, what are you thinking of uh, bringing? Uh, what what warbands have caught your eye as far as uh, what might you be playing around with? Well, I I had in my head before we started Adepticon prep that I was going to try and figure out how to do uh, black powder. Mm. Um, so I I did some chatting with folks on Discord yesterday, trying to get ideas of who's been playing them, what they've been feeling is working. Mm-hmm. Um, actually got a deck, uh, as coming from, uh, Godsworn gamer. Yeah. So shout yeah. out there. Uh, looks like he's been repping them for a while. Uh, has, has sort of figured out a deck that he likes. I'm going to probably use that as my base and start there. Um, looks, looks interesting. Uh, still feels like it's a really big uphill battle, but, um, I'm interested in the challenge. Sure. And then, uh, I do, I do want to go back to the Starblood Stalkers. I, I kind of uh, regretted not playing them at Adepticon mm-hmm. because I did have so many reps with them and mm-hmm. I know they are good. Um, I My assumption was that like, oh, they're going to hit aggro and they're just going to get blown up. But as we saw with, you know, a number of other uh, warbands that were there, that, that that is not necessarily the case. Um, mm-hmm. and having large scoring can really mm-hmm. uh, put games away even if you do yeah. get killed. So... Yep. Um, definitely going to pull them back out. And then, and then I think, um, just a little bit with reverse, just as a sort of palate cleanser. <laughs> I don't have to think it's just, uh, you go forward. Oh, you yeah. killed me. Good. I'm going to score off of that. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, myself, I, I'm kind of interested with this, uh, the exiled dead, the, the, uh, electric slide zombies that oh, are yeah. coming out. Um, I'd like to check them out and then, uh, something real, real thinky. So the kind of crew, or uh, maybe even Soul Raid. Um, one, yeah, one of those. Yeah. those are kind of the three leaders in the in the clubhouse right now for uh, what I might try try out next. So for sure, um, we're not really sure when the Exiled Dead will actually arrive. So uh, in the meantime, uh, maybe I'll paint up some Cunning Crew or Soul Raid. Check them out. Sweet. Yeah, um, we have already done the wrap up with uh, our other recording, so we don't have to hit those usual things. But uh, any last uh, things you want to say about the tournament as a whole or anything like that just just another shout out to everybody who was there um everyone was super great uh really good matchups really great mm-hmm. people um mm-hmm. another shout out to tony uh, ran yeah. a great tournament um yeah had had a number of like weird circumstances had to deal with including having to eventually do all the pairings by hand which is not yeah. what you want as a to so yeah uh so it was really great. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we see him again at uh, another ter- major tournament. Yep. Uh, for me, it was just awesome to put so many uh, faces to names or voices. You oh, know, yeah. something you hear from <laughs> talking to them online. It was uh, really excellent to do that. Um, I uh, oh, I, I said it before, but I owe another thanks to Lethenum, who was kind of my sounding board for some list ideas uh, with the purifiers. So. Uh, thank For you. Sure. Um, that was really fun. And, uh, uh, and then also, uh, just want to express, uh, 
we're really proud of our Madison crew for uh, so many making the cut and then uh, for, for uh, representing, I, I think, uh, on and off the table. Um, they, they represented very well. Uh, and uh, I was really happy. There were, there were quite a few people who were asking if uh, we had Madison events uh, going on. And I, I think that's a tribute to uh, the, the folks who came down with us and, and kind of showed that we've got, we got really good folks to play with up there and uh, people are interested in doing it again. So um, looking forward to that. And uh, I'm just proud of our group. So um, I think yeah. that's going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up here so we can wrap it up uh, in the past. Slash <laughs> recording um anyway uh thanks for listening to this um any last thoughts before we get out of here oh just that it was an awesome time and i uh, hope next year that we get a few more people um yeah. i think i think i've already seen people in the discord yeah. being like oh maybe next year i'll come out well what do you think so uh there were like 42 signups and some pre-drops ended up on 38 what do you think of that kind of turnout do you have any i think considering uh how long it's been and still having pandemic stuff going on and yeah yeah i feel like it's pretty good i i had hoped that we'd have more but um i'm happy with it i, I, I think it still yeah. worked out pretty well i i hoped for more but i i think if you look at it in the context of they were prepared for uh 128 yeah <laughs> 128 uh then it feels bad but if you look at it in the context of lvo had like five people yeah and this very bad this is almost a relief where you're like okay all right you know there's at least enough people to run it's it's a a real tournament honest to goodness event and there's been clashes with a lot less than that you know even back then there was some up in scotland there were 26 or something i don't know i mean whatever i don't it doesn't uh whatever to to say it's not you know it's not the smallest uh clash that there's been and um it's it's nice that uh i was i was worried after hearing lvo i was like oh man is is our madison continue going to be the entirety (laughs) of this you know um which i guess meant one of us would have walked away with glass but yeah anyway um i think that's it uh you can talk to us at all the usual places we'll kind of skip through some of that yeah thanks to the mortals realms network Uh, it was cool we got everybody together for the first time in a long time here yeah here for that so got some real charming pictures on the stairway um (laughs) you can find those around um and yeah uh recommended listening i'm gonna go with uh war paint disco very and hopefully i haven't recommended that before i don't know we'll find out but uh uh that is it for what the heck's i've been davy and i've been phil aaron give us a shout out from the back Goatmen. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know the ones with the butts. Welcome to What the Hex, your source for war. Oh, I don't even under 30. Uh, Uh, Oh, let's see. Burned us before. Uh, Me, I should say. Uh, (laughs) We we got like a not great review at one point. I was like, what? Is somebody like furiously scribbling down notes in the background? That was when I was like, "Hmm, interesting. Like, oh, I know what happened. Yep. Mike is just brushing against my shirt while I'm talking into a mic that isn't actually the one I'm using. So, uh, yeah, y'all recovered?
we'll uh we'll be hearing uh i don't know even how to close this out <laughs> you'll, <laughs> just you'll hear from us again so splice it in somehow yeah just <laughs> fix it in post all right cool i'm yeah, gonna hit stop good.